Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, everyone. Welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I hope you're all having an amazing day. Today, I'm very happy to have someone who's a very successful network marketer. He's been a leader for many years, and he is an author as well. And let's uh, say hello to Jerry West. How are you doing today, Jerry? Hey, what's up, Victor? How are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing great. It's uh, wonderful to have you here. It's always good talking to you. And you know, I've been following you for a bunch of years and love the wisdom you share with us. So I would just like to get started. Just uh, share your story with our audience, please. Well, my story in regards to network marketing is I got started in the industry back in 2012, beginning of the year. So nine, nine years in the industry uh, was definitely not an overnight success. I like to say that I was an overnight success in six years. <laughs> it, <laughs> it took me six years to be able to do this full time, but I have been full time with it for the last three full years uh, or, you know, mm -hmm. six figure earner and um, right now working on seven. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. Um, but personally, I'm 48 years old. I live in Buffalo, New York. I've been married 20 years, have two boys that are 18 and 12. So, you know, I'm a dad and a husband as well. And um, I got into this industry for the reasons many other people get into this industry. I was sick of working paycheck to paycheck. Uh, the jobs that I had were not related to what I went to college for. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, I believe in education, but my college degree really right now is, is kind of uh, a useless uh, piece of paper. If it's even that, I don't even know where it is. But, um, you know, I just had credit card debt and uh, we wanted to go on vacation. We had to pay for it on credit cards. And you know, I was just tired of uh, commuting and sitting in a cubicle all day long. And um, somebody showed me network marketing one day. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> here's a way for me to get my life back. And, uh, you know, I saw it right away and I decided to get started. And here I am, you know, a lot of things happen in between, obviously, a lot of struggles and sacrifice and disappointment and stuff that all of us entrepreneurs go through. Um, but um, that's what got me to where I am now. Oh, that is awesome. That is beautiful. Now, you mentioned it took you a number of years before you, you got success. So uh, most entrepreneurs, most network marketers, let's face it, you don't become a millionaire in your first couple of months. It takes a long time. Some people take years, some, take, some people take three years, five years, etc. So what is it that made you persevere when you didn't get that success you wanted in the beginning? Because there are a lot of people, they give up after a while, or what they do is instead of giving up completely, they'll go from company to company to company. They fall into shiny object syndrome or shiny ball syndrome because they figure I'm having no success here. I'm going to go to another company and they're in 12 companies in the course of the year. So what made you persevere and realize, you know what, I, I got to do this. I know it's not easy, but I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. What made you not give up when things were not easy? I, th I think it it, it's that burning desire inside of you. So if you want something bad enough, you're never going to stop working for it. And I know that's a cliche quote that a lot of us see, but it turns out a lot of these things that we see on Facebook all the time, these quotes are actually true. You know, like, um, what's another good one? I don't know. I'll think of another one. <laughs> I'm like a, 
uh, a vault of quotes, but what, what really kept me going was I just, um, you know, I believed, always believed I could do it. I saw other people that had done it and were doing it. And I didn't think that they were any better or any more special than, than I am. And so I just kept doing what I was told to do. You know, I just kept working on my mindset every day. I kept doing personal development. Uh, I took action always, whether I knew what I was doing or not, or whether I thought I could do it or not. I just did it anyway. And, you know, just trial and error. Every time I got knocked down, I got back up again and I brushed myself off and I, I went back to work every time that I wanted to quit. And that was plenty of plenty of times. Uh, especially right before my biggest breakthrough year, I was ready to walk away from the industry, but uh, I never gave up any of those times. I always woke up the next day and refocused, did something to rejuvenate my mindset and get it in the right place and, and went back to work. And, and what do you know? What do you know? My biggest breakthrough did come after my biggest letdown, <laughs> as they say. So there's another one for you that, that came true. But really, it's just... If, if you think you're, oh, I'm not like the special people or, oh, you know, I, that's not me walking across the stage. I'm not like them. I don't know the right people, hang with the right crowd, whatever. You could always change the crowd that, that, you, that you meet with. You know, you just have to keep following the right people. Follow people that have what you want and that have the lifestyle that you want and the success that you want and just mimic what they do. And that's basically what I did. I took bits and pieces from all different people that have had success in the industry. And I, you know, I watched this one. I said, okay, this works for me. And then I watched the other one. I say, okay, well that works for me. And you just kind of piece everything together and you take what works for you from every single person. And then before you know it, you have your own, your, your basically your own identity within this industry because nobody does it the same, right? Mm -hmm. We all teach, uh, we all teach the same principles but at the end of the day, you have to be authentically yourself. And, and that's why I recommend learning from as many people as you possibly can. But I, I think it's just watching other people, really, because when the first event that I ever went to and I saw people walk across on stage that had accomplished holding up big checks or, or reaching high ranks, they weren't any different than any other person sitting next to me or than me myself. Mm -hmm. So I knew, I knew that the average person can do this. Mm -hmm. And so that kept me going always. All right, great stuff. Thanks for sharing a lot of good wisdom in there. I just want to uh, talk about a few of the things you just said. Number one is personal development mindset. That is so key because you've been doing it for a lot of years and you got to keep working on it. Some people try for a little bit and they stop. You got to do it day in and day out because it's a compound effect when you work on your mindset and your personal development. There's so much negativity out there. It's so easy to quit and give up. Yet if you're working on it and you work on your personal development, build Work on building that foundation. The foundation is very important. You did that for many years. So it took a little while, but because you never gave up and you worked on your personal value and that mindset, you had that success years later. And you mentioned something very important. Success leaves clues. Learn from other people. Tony Robbins talks about that all the time. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Learn from what all the other successful people have done. Model them. But as you, you also say, tweak a little bit. Do your own little, add your own little personal touch. You have to do exactly the same thing they did, but see what they're doing and just model them, copy them, and just try. don't try to figure it out on your own because if you do, it's going to take you a lot longer and you listen to your mentors. Mentors, I agree, is very important. 
every good, every successful person has a mentor. Every successful athlete has a mentor. They have a coach and a trainer because they reduce the time frame necessary to become successful. So you did the things you were supposed to do. You didn't think you knew everything, but you realize there are other people who know more than I do, so I will follow what they do. But also you realize these people who are making more money than you are, they're no different than you are. So you, instead of being jealous of them, you saw them as an inspiration. You said, if they can do it, I could do it because they're the same person I am. So all I need to do is to figure out what is what it is they did and just model it and I'll be successful. And the last thing I just want to say is, wow, you are about to give up right before you had that big, big success. And it always reminds me of that story in Think and Grow Rich when that guy gave up from the three feet from the goal. <laughs> And yep. he, he lost a lot of gold because the guy who he sold it to, he, he, he hit upon this goal, which is just three feet away from when that guy gave up and he threw away a lot of money, but he learned from that lesson. When he became an insurance salesman, he never gave up when someone said no, he would persevere and became one of the top selling insurance salesmen in the country. So one thing I want everyone to understand is Jerry almost gave up. He was getting very frustrated, but he persevered. And now he's had several great years He's, he's a six-figure, a top leader in his company, and he's had this success because he did not give up, even though he, he got frustrated for him, but he said, no, I'm going to keep doing it. So because he persevered, didn't give up when he felt like doing it, and we've all at times felt like giving up, he is the success he is today. I actually thought about that three feet from gold guy, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> if, you know, we, we don't all come into the network marketing industry with the same mindset you know you mm -hmm. i was what 39 years old when i started mm -hmm. i'd always been an employee so i had an employee mindset mm -hmm. and i had a lot of uh baggage up here that needed to be changed a lot of you know bad thinking or um backward thinking you know it just wasn't the right type of mindset to really be successful in network marketing or any type of entrepreneurial venture so I had to fix all that stuff <laughs> when I got in, got into this, but, um, you know, cause, and, and you're going to, people run into this too. I, I want to bring up like naysayers. Okay. You're going to have naysayers and it's going to come in the form of people that actually love you most of the time. It's going to come in the form of family members or relatives or close friends, people you went to high school with, people you went to college with. And they're going to try to do you a favor, <laughs> like Dr. Evil here, favor. <laughs> they're going to try to do you a favor and, and talk you off the ledge or say, oh, what do you want to do something crazy like that for? Or, oh, that's too risky. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, people are going to think you're stupid if you do that. They'll say anything and everything to talk you out of pursuing something to better yourself. But meanwhile, if you look at them, they're not really doing anything. Most of the time, the people that are trying to talk you out of doing something that they think is crazy because it's outside the norm. Entrepreneurship is outside the norm. You know, we take unusual risks sometimes and they'll, they'll, they'll try to talk you off that ledge. And what you have to realize is if you look at that person and they don't have the lifestyle that you want or they don't have the success that you want, why are you taking advice from that person? You know, why are you going to let that person talk you out of your dreams. I've, I heard a, a, a wise friend of mine once said, when you buy someone's opinion, you buy their lifestyle. So the next time somebody tries to talk you out of what you're doing, and I thought about this often too, when I, anytime somebody would say something to me, I would think, does that person have the lifestyle that I want? 
If they didn't, then why would I listen to that person? Why would I take business advice? Why would I take life advice? Why would I take financial advice from somebody who doesn't have the dreams or the goals that are aspirations that I have? It just doesn't make sense. No, absolutely. And unfortunately, a lot of us do do that. We, we tend to listen to the opinions of the people close to us, our friends and our family. And unfortunately, very few of them do have the lifestyle that we really desire. But yeah, we wind up listening to them because they're our friends. But I agree, we should look at the people who have the lifestyle that we desire because they're the ones we should, who know how to get that lifestyle. The people who never achieved it, they're not going to give you the right advice because there's a saying, broke people give broke advice successful people give successful advice. So I think that's a very important point. You got to see who are you listening to? And that goes back to who your circle is. You got to surround yourself with positive, inspirational, successful people. Very often we don't, we have a very negative circle. So we need to change who are the people that uh, we surround ourselves with. And yeah, there's a lot of people going to like try to talk you out of it, talk you out of your dreams. And some of them, meanwhile, like your family members, maybe they've seen you not succeed in other ventures and they don't want to see you get hurt. But other times I think it's people who are jealous of you because you're at the same level they are right now. But if you try to uh, raise yourself and go to a higher level, for them to be at the same level as you, either they have to raise their standards and go up to another level or bring you down. And for most people, it's just easy for them to bring you down. And unfortunately, a lot of people let themselves get talked out of their dreams by other people who sometimes are jealous of the kind of lifestyle they're trying to achieve. And you're right, you, the mindset, again, we're getting back to the mindset. You were an employee, I was an employee for many years. And when I switched to being an entrepreneur, man, I really had to change my mindset because I was used to having people telling me what to do. And my boss held me accountable. But then when I went off on my own, there was no boss to hold me accountable, but yet there was no one to tell me what to do. So I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know if I should work an hour a day, five hours a day, you know, there were a lot of things I didn't know what to do. And it was hard for me to hold myself accountable. So that's why I think number one, it's important to get an accountability partner or maybe your mentor can hold you accountable. You need to have someone to hold you accountable because it's so easy to get distracted to not do the things you're supposed to do. Because at work, your boss will hold you accountable because if you don't do it, you get fired. But the only person that can fire you at home is you. So it, I, I find that very successful people always find at least one person to hold them accountable. And I like what you said earlier on about listen to as many successful people as possible. I have several mentors. I've learned a lot from all of them and, and try to learn as much as you can. But most importantly, you take action on. That's the other thing. It, if you don't take action on things, it's a waste of time. So I, the one thing I know you do, and you mentioned earlier, you, you take action on things you learn, and in time, you get the results. That's right. I mean, the best way to learn how to do something is to just do it. And if you fall flat on your face, you get up, and you're going to do it better the next time. And that's really what I teach people in my team when they say, well, how do, how do I do this? Or how do I talk to somebody? Or how does the comp plan work? Or all these questions people ask. And, and I just say the best way to learn how to do it is just go out there and do it. Go out there. How do you talk to somebody? Go out there and talk to five people mm -hmm. and learn how to talk to people. You know, go out there and learn, talk to 10 or 20 people and you're going to learn even more and get better at talking to people. And then you're going to start to make some sales. Because <laughs> no matter how bad you are, if you talk to enough people, you're going to make some sales, right? Mm -hmm. and if you talk to a ton of people and make some sales, guess what's also going to happen? You're going to get better at talking to people and learn how to do it because you're doing it. So I'm not trying to knock trainings or webinars or anything like that. They're all great. But at the end of the day, Victor, you and I both know that all of those things are useless 
unless you actually go out and apply what you've learned. And when you apply what you learned, you're going to trip up. You're going to make mistakes. And what you have to realize is that's fine because making mistakes and getting tripped up and having setbacks and disappointments, that's how we grow stronger. And that's how we learn. Yeah. No, I, and I totally agree with that, Jerry. I think what happens is when we were children, we were not afraid to make mistakes. Like when we were learning how to walk, we would fall down, we would get back up. And our parents encouraged it. They didn't say, oh, you fell down. They were happy. We made the effort to try to get better. So they, they always told, they always support us. So we kept getting up and up and up. And eventually we learned how to walk. But what happens when we got into school, what happened? Uh, we were, free, every time we made a mistake, uh, they put a big X on every question we got wrong. And at work, if you get something wrong, you get yelled at by your boss or your coworkers saying, oh man, but you didn't get praised for the things you did right. So we got more and more afraid to make mistakes, more and more afraid to take chances. So that happens to a lot of people. But like you said, that's the only way, only way you will grow is to take those challenges, learn, and you're going to make mistakes. But as you keep doing it, you're going to get better, but that's the only way you're going to learn. I remember Jim Rohn used to say, I don't care if you close nine out of 10 people. If I close one out of 10 people, but I talk to hundred people, I'm gonna close more people than you because I talk to more people. So if he spoke to hundred people, he was gonna close 10 while the other person closed only nine because he only spoke to nine to 10 people. So he's saying the more action he took, the better your results. And that's what people have to realize. You're gonna get results as long as you keep working on it, but don't be afraid to make mistakes. Cause I think part of this is we, we see every person that says no as as a loss, we were afraid of getting rejected. But the thing is, if I have no one on my team and I ask someone to join me, if they say yes, I have an extra person on my team. But if they say no, I had no one on my team before I asked them and I still have no one on my team. Nothing changed. I didn't lose, but I didn't, but nothing, nothing changed. But if the person say yes, I would gain an extra person, but I will never gain that extra person if I never talk to them. So I think that's very, some great insights you had there. Don't be afraid to fail. That's the way, only way you're going. That's the only way you're going to grow. You got to keep trying. You, you got to apply what you learn because that's the only way you're going to get better at doing these things. So don't be afraid. Don't take it personally. And you know what? No one's going to look down on you. And in fact, if you talk to them and they say, no, maybe six months from now, their, their situation will change and they'll, they'll reach out to you. Say, hey, you still doing that business? And you might get them to talk to. Here's the thing. If you never ask, the answer is always no, right? Right. And if you never plant the seed, nothing's ever going to grow. You have to plant that seed and you have to come back and, wa and water it. You know, some grow on the first day and some grow after two years. <laughs> and then everywhere in between. It's funny how that works, isn't it? No, absolutely. You just never know. It's uh, you never know where this journey is going to take you. So, what recommend recommendations would you have for people who are right now maybe thinking of starting off in network marketing or who are currently struggling? Maybe they've been doing this for a year or two and they have no idea what they're doing. You know, they're 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 frustrated. They say, you know, I worked so hard yet I'm not getting any results. You know, why should I even bother? Or, you know, or what is, is there something I'm missing? So what recommendation would you have to, for those people? I, I would say that say, say less to more people. Like, like you said with the Jim Rohn thing, you know, if you close nine out of 10 and I only talk to 10, then I'm going to close nine. If you talk to 100 and you close one out of 10, you're going to close 100. And most, most teams or businesses have a system. So if, if I go out there and follow the system, through 10 people, I might make a sale or two, but I'm not going to have 
as good of results as someone who goes out there and follows a system with 50 people or 100 people or 200 people. Plus the person who's doing it with more people is gonna become way better at it a lot faster. So that's how you get really good at talking to people. You just talk to more people, like I said a few minutes ago. But I think that, I think that my best advice is just to take, take action and be coachable because I've seen people that are very, very smart, intelligent people come into this industry and they think they know everything and, and they say, oh, I don't have to, what do I need to show up on a call for? Or I don't need to do this. I know what I'm doing. I'm already in sales or I'm already in marketing or, or you know, I, I, I'm going to do it my way because I don't want to do it this way. And most of the time, those people fizzle out pretty quick because they're not taking the time to learn the skills of the industry, which is a completely different skill than any other industry, as you and I know. So my advice is you have to be, you have to be coachable, no matter how smart you think you are or how great you think you are. When, when I changed companies last time, right? I had had a lot of success, but I didn't come into my new company and say, well, I already know everything, so I'm just going to do it my way. No, I, I said, I know I've had success in the past before, but you guys have a different company, different product, different system. Mm -hmm. Tell me what I need to do. Coach me on how to do it. And that's what exactly what I'm going to do. And that's what I did. And I did it over and over and over and over again, compacted into a short period of time. You know, I didn't wait to take action. I just went boom, 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 boom. I went out there and did the system exactly how I was taught to do it. And that's how I had success because I was coachable. I remember where I came from. I was always humble and I'm not, you know, I don't see myself as a know-it-all. I never see myself as a know-it-all. I'm always learning. And the people that are most successful in this industry are people that are always learning and they're always open to being coached. And, and, and being taught something new. And that's why you see them on the stage. That's why you see them with the big checks because they're not arrogant and big headed. <laughs> well, I guess I can't speak for everybody, but, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you close your mind off to new ways of thinking and new ways of doing things, then you're not gonna grow. You're not gonna grow as a human being. You're not gonna grow as a professional and your business is not gonna grow there's a saying that goes, your business can only grow as much as you grow. Mm -hmm. And if I look back over the last nine years, I would say that that's absolutely true. Now you might come in today and you're in this industry for three months and you're listening to these quotations and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know my business is only going to grow as much as I grow. Your biggest breakthrough comes after your biggest letdown. Well, unfortunately, you don't really get to, learn that firsthand until you experience it. And the, the experience, the journey is the tough part, right? <laughs> you have to go through the journey and the experience and your journey is not gonna be the same as everybody else's or be on the same timeline as everybody else's. So all those things are true, but when you get to certain success levels, then you're able to look back. It's kind of like Bob Proctor said with the dots, like you have your goal way up here and, and you can look at it, but you can't connect the dots from here to where you want to go. But once you're there, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Mm -hmm. See, okay, I stepped here and then I stepped here and then this is what caused me to get to here. 
So it's kind of it's kind of weird that it works that way that you don't really know how to get there until you're there. But it's also very very true. And when when you when you reach a high level of success, I can trust anyone out there that's struggling right now or anyone out there that's brand new right now. I can tell you, when you start to reach different levels of success, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about because you're going to look back and you're going to say, "That's what they meant when they said that." <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of times you can't tell until looking back because when you're going through the journey, you have no idea why things are happening the way it is, why you need to do these things. Kind of think back to the karate kid when uh, Pam is teaching him wax on, wax out. The kid's getting very frustrated because he wants to learn karate. Uh, mm -hmm. But then later on, he realized all this was part of the process. He realized, man, uh, I learned by doing all these things, waxing on and waxing off. And as you go through the different levels, you realize why these things happen, why you had to do these things. And it's all part of the product. But again, a lot of times you can't tell until you look back. It's kind of like the things your parents taught you. They did certain things. They say yes to you, say no to you. And you got frustrated sometimes. But then when you look back, it's like, ah, oh, this made me, molded me into the person that I am. And, and I agree, you've got to be coachable and teachable. And all the most successful people I know, they're very humble. They, they always want to keep learning. And no matter, they made 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, they always keep on learning. They always working on the personal they're spending fifty thousand a hundred thousand a million dollars on coaching they keep trying to learn because they realize there's always room for growth and if you get comfortable you think you know it all that's when you start stagnating and dying the people that keep growing are the people always trying to learn and, and i think that's what you were alluding to some people say oh, I already knows i don't need to learn that's where you get yourself into trouble. But when, when you keep saying, man, I can learn something from this person, from this person, I'm going to try to keep learning, keep growing. That's how you keep growing as a person. That's how you keep getting more success. You can always learn something from someone. So you need to find those people who will keep teaching you those things. And as you do, you'll keep growing at those levels. Because I noticed, you, and, and really what you said, the people that have the most success are the ones that are the most teachable. They are humble. They know they don't know it all. Even though they probably know more than 98, 99% of the population, they know there's another 1% or 2% that know more than they do who could keep teaching them things. So they can help grow their business more. They can keep growing and and you know what as you keep growing you can teach more people so there's a double benefit number one there's a benefit for yourself but there's a benefit to people who may join under you or who you coach so you can help a lot of people by growing yourself but if you don't grow yourself you stagnate you're not just harming yourself but you're harming other people whose lives you can touch and inspire absolutely man absolutely and inspire is something that's really near and dear to my heart what you just said there because another thing is when you, when you truly care about helping other people, especially in an industry like network marketing, when, you, when you're always looking at it from a standpoint of how can I help this person reach their goal? How can I help that person reach their goal? And then you're able to actually empower others to, to reach the goals that they have for themselves. And everybody's is different. You know, we're not, we're not all sitting here wishing for mansions and Lamborghinis. You know, when I got into this industry, all I really wanted was time freedom. I just wanted to live life on my terms. And I think that most people out there would, would say the same thing. You know, they want financial freedom. They want to live, be free to live their life without somebody else making their schedule or telling them what to do. So when you, when you learn to focus on helping other people, and, and you get better at doing that, then 
you won't even have to worry about your own success because it just, it's going to happen naturally. Now there are people out there that, that just focus on money and maybe not helping other people. And I, I feel like they can only get away with that for so long before others start to see right through that. Because when you don't really truly care for other human beings, it, it's only a matter of time before people are going to sniff that out. And um, one of the reasons that I've been able to have success is because I've always wanted to help others. I've always focused on helping other people. And I've also been authentic. I've always shared my authentic journey. Uh, I've been real and raw on social media sometimes, really, really vulnerable. You know, I, I, I don't hide anything. I, I mean, I go out there and tell people, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was a major alcoholic at one point in my life. I, I did go through a bankruptcy in 2015 um, because I had a, a failed franchise type of business, you know, it, it, that put me deep in the hole. Um, the year before my biggest breakthrough, I went through five jobs that year and it was just all stupid sales jobs that I didn't care about and, and wasn't able to keep. And I was fired before the holidays and it just was not a good Christmas for my family that year, you know, financially. Um, so I, I share all that with other people because I want them to know, hey, I'm a real person, you know, and, and I had somebody say to me once not so long ago, maybe it was a couple months ago, I think it was, you know, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life now. You know, I'm not making enough money to pay my bills, not making enough money to pay uh, my family's way. And I have, I'm just lost. I have no clue what I'm going to do next with my life. So I can't, I can't do this business right now. And I'm like, I said, okay, well, dude, just so you know, before you tell me no and walk away, I was you four years ago. And I told him the same exact story. I had no clue what I was going to do with my life next. I had failed in my businesses at the time. I was pretty much at financial rock bottom and I didn't know what the heck I was going to do next. And that very next year I had a huge breakthrough. And by the end of that year, I was earning over six figures. So no matter where you are in your journey right now, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't tell you where you're, it just tells you where you are. It doesn't tell you where you're going or where you can be six months from now or a year from now. You just have to step forward in faith sometimes. No, that's beautiful. So I think our artists can can relate to because a lot of people are struggling and you were at your lowest right before you had your success. You went to a bankruptcy, you had alcohol issues, and you were having a horrible year right before you had success. And that one year, everything changed. Everything clicked, and you did six figures. So I want everyone in, the, in our audience to realize, no matter where you are, like you said, you, you are where you are right now. doesn't mean that dictates your future. Now, when I work in the corporate world, on our bonds, you know, when, when the perspective would say, past performance is not indicative of future results. So if your past performance in your business has not been good, that doesn't mean it's going to continue to be bad. Things can change. Don't give up hope. See, Jerry shared his story with us. He went through a lot of struggles, went through a lot of downsides. But man, he persevered and things changed. And now he's had several good years where he's doing really well. And his story should serve as an inspiration that it can happen for any of us. If he can do it, any of us can do it. He's, he's the same just like the rest of us. So 
if you're going through a tough time right now, realize it could change because it changed for Jerry. He's had several really good years right now, but he hit the low point. It was really tough for him. It was not easy. He struggled, but man, he did not give up. He persevered. He says, I got to make my life better. And he, he had rock bottom, but look where he is right now. It's all because he didn't give up. He persevered. He practiced what he preached. All the things Jerry's telling you to do right now, he did it. And because he did it, and he was consistent with his actions. That's another thing. People have to realize, you have to take action, but you also have to be consistent. And I know you're very consistent day in and day out. You do it every single day. And that's that's why you have these results. You're doing it every single day. So I want everyone to realize, do what Jerry's doing because he has the results right now. It took him a little while, but because he didn't give up, he's living the lifestyle that he wanted. Time freedom, more time with his family. He wants to travel, he can go travel. That's the most thing. Money helps, but it's really that that time you can spend with your loved ones. You want to spend time with your kids, go to their games or ballets or whatever it's, whatever it is they're doing. You can you can you can spend that time with your kids. You can create those memories. That's the other thing. A lot of parents they don't have time with their kids and they don't have their memories, and it's killing them. You now can spend as much time with your kids as possible with your wife. You can do whatever you want right now because you put in the time and the effort. You paid your dues and you didn't give up. That's right. I mean. In the last several years, I haven't missed an assembly. I haven't missed a class party. I haven't missed a field trip. Uh, I've I've been on all of them, and you know I feel blessed that I've been able to do that. And that's really what it's all about. It's about for for me, anyways. It's about family. Mm-hmm. It's about being there and not not ever missing a moment. You know. Yeah. No. I, I absolutely. So. If you're someone spend more time with your kids, just learn from what Jerry's teaching you. Apply with what he's telling you to do. And you can go to all those events that your kids are doing and never miss out on one unless Jerry's not missed out in the last several years. So just follow what he's teaching you. So do you have any last minute things uh, to share with our audience? Any last minute wisdom? Because you've shared a lot with us and we thank you for it. Do you have any other last minute things you'd like to share with our audience today? I just want to say that the biggest mistake you can ever make in life is to continuously fear that you will make one. Stop worrying about being perfect or knowing everything and, you know, just step outside of your comfort zone and and do something that's going to move you toward your future today. Just drop all the, I, I know people say drop all the excuses, but really what you need to drop is not so much the excuses because those are kind of that's really created by a bad, bad mindset. You know, your mindset's not in the right place. Drop the limitations that you have in your own mind about yourself and just do something because you mentioned Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, he has um, a saying that goes in life. All of us have to suffer one of two disciplines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or one of two pains. Mm-hmm the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And while the pain of discipline weighs ounces, the pain of regret weighs tons. And what that means is if there's something that you really want in life, you have to go after it because the pain of always saying what if, or when it's too late at at the end of life, you don't want to have to look back and say, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done this. What would have happened if I had just stepped out of my comfort zone? What would have happened if I had just allowed myself to be who I am? You don't, that pain is incredibly difficult. It's way, it's way more difficult than the pain of just doing it. Because I can tell you when you're starting to feel those butterflies inside, like 
you know, when you know you need to take action, but you, you're nervous to take that action, that's actually adrenaline pumping inside of you. And if you push through that adrenaline and you take action anyway, whether that action is successful or not, you're going to feel absolutely amazing that you actually did it, whether you got a result from that or not. So that's my advice for everybody today. Yeah. Push through that adrenaline and stop putting limitations on yourself because there really are no limitations except for the ones that you have up here. Get out there and do something today. Amen. Yeah, I agree. The limitations we generally put on ourselves is because we, we, we believe we can't do these things. No one tells, you know, we actually try them. We, we can push through those limitations, but we usually are our biggest enemy. We stop ourselves. And I love the Jim Rohn quote. And I'm a big fan of Jim Rohn's and I agree. Don't live with the pain of regret. Live, you know, live with the pain of discipline in ways only ounces. The pain of regret weighs tons. And, you know, a lot of people on the deathbed, they're thinking, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish I had taken a chance on this. Don't live with those regrets. If you, if you have a dream to pursue, pursue the dream. Don't give up and don't let fear stop you. Remember, fear stands for false evidence appearing, appearing real. We're only born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. All of the fears are created by us. And the limitations we have, those are created by us. We put in our mind and we use it to stop ourselves. And as Jerry says, just take action on it. Because once you take action, you feel much better. You realize it was not worth fearing. You do it, you realize, man, this was all imagined by me. So, you know, just take action on your fears. Do it. Don't let anything stop you. Yeah. Don't, don't let the adrenaline get the best of you. It's adrenaline. Just take action. If you, if you don't succeed, you're one step closer to your goal. So um, last thing I want to ask uh, Jerry is, what's the best way for our audience to reach you? Is it a Facebook? Is it a Facebook group? Website? What's the best way for people to contact you? I, I would say the best way to contact me is uh, Facebook. You know, my profile is very public on there. And mm -hmm. uh, you can hit the follow button, shoot me a message, or hit the friend request button, shoot me a message. Uh, that's really the best way to connect with me. Um, you know, and we can go from there. Awesome. Well, great, Jerry. Thanks again for being on the show today. We love the time you spent with us and all the wisdom and golden nuggets you shared with us. I know the audience got a lot of great value out of it. So uh, I think, and thanks again for being on the show and have yourself an amazing day, buddy. You too, Victor. Thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it, buddy. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.